Okay, welcome everybody to this week's edition of the Founders Pod. Hello. Hey, here with Matt and Jordan. I'm Brandon. We're here, United Commercial Insurance Studio. We're doing a mini pod. Where we talk and don't interview anyone. Correct. Yes, mini pod. Interesting subject today, but before, but first, well, first of all, call United Commercial Insurance if you want a business insurance policy. Give us a call, 208-229-8222. Isn't there a referral program going on right now? Yes, there is. Yeah. What yeah. is it? Uh, you refer somebody, they buy a policy and you, and you get to buy stuff on your, with a gift card, you get a gift card, Amazon gift card. So all the stuff that's in your cart, you can start whittling that away without mm. guilt. Guilt free. When you get an Amazon gift card, it's like free money. It doesn't count into like the normal. The problem is Amazon has so much stuff. Uh, <laughs> you don't, have to, you don't have to put that in your bookkeeper stuff. <laughs> you don't have to bookkeep that. Been... I do. Do you have to? I do. You have to yeah, do our office does. Okay. Right, you expect you it. don't. Yeah. It's not, it's not revenue to them is what you're saying. Correct. You get, you get a gift card. That's a pretty good deal. Yeah. You know what I mean? So try it out. For you and for them. For yeah, you and win. For, yeah. I have a question. So I'm going to do a segment here to start out before we get into the subject. Question for you guys. This is a, this is a, a list of six things. Businesses least likely to fail. So should I just list them off or I was kind of hoping yeah, you guys would question. guess them. Yeah. 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 Businesses least likely to fail. See if you can get any of these and then we'll go through all of them and talk about them because somewhat interesting um, businesses. So just this is any business. And we're so saying like, not like specific, but like an industry, industry right? Like uh, a grocery yeah. store. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, close, close. I would say rest, a restaurant. No, they are high, right? I'm saying that this is like the opposite. Restaurant is not on that list. Agree? That is we're, likely we're to fail. We're on the fail. same team. You and I, we're up against Brandon here. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, Wait, you guys are guessing. He knows the answer. Right, know the we're answer. trying to guess which ones yeah. are. Yes. No way restaurants. He's likely to fail. Yeah. Restaurants, restaurants got to be. They're not going away. I'll help you. No, I'm saying they are. Restaurants are fail. not on there. How often restaurants are like go coming and going all the time? I was just, I was just saying like restaurants in General. Yeah, I'm not saying the industry of restaurants. Yeah, that's not going to Just away. a restaurant. If you, yeah, you want to go farm a restaurant, yeah, yeah, yes. you got like a 50%. Yeah. yeah. So what's least likely to fail? Think of a business that you... that you. I mean, that I use all, a gas station all the time. Not on there. Not on there. Yeah. It's least a, likely to fail. to fail. That's a good point. But you don't, they don't start up as much. They're hard to hide. According to this list. Yeah, I bet you're right though. But I don't see them like shutting down. Yeah, they, they don't. That's what I'm saying. But I think you're you're on the wrong like mind track. Okay. Like the, yes, my mind is not lined up with your report. Well, <laughs> most right. of these you're businesses the wrong, will always yeah. be there. It's not saying like yeah. the service will disappear completely. It's just if you were to start a business, these theoretically are the least likely to fail. I would think like a service type business would be not because when you have inventory, I think it's a higher risk. It's a little scarier. Mm -hmm. um, and so especially if you're new, right? You come in there and you have inventory, you have to buy inventory and then you have a lot of higher liability. So service businesses seem like they would do better. I don't, I, don't, I need some examples. Can we give like maybe number four, give us number four. Number four, <laughs> number four is not going to help you. Oh, okay. Give us number five. Number five, vending machine business. Okay. Because you don't have to live on it. Like who's, I don't think there's many people living on it. So it's like, <laughs> what? No, that's where does this list come from? This who's list came source? from actually a YouTube video and backed up by the exact same Google, Google search. Was Google basic enough the YouTube video? I don't know. Okay. I think, I think it was by feeding everyone back to <laughs> YouTube. Right. Algorithm. Algorithm. I don't, I need, oh, I think it can still see us. Oh, okay. 
You can hit the button now. I'm going to hit the button. Let's think. I don't, I can't, I, why can I not think of anything? What are the industries that even exist? Airlines. You're not gonna, no one's going to start an airline. I'm sure that's not on the list. I'm going I'm to <laughs> I'm gonna have to give you guys Airlines fail, though. I'm going to have to give you I'm going to have to give you so bad. <laughs> like small ones? Yeah. They well, I mean, try, try, one th- try one more. Try one more guess. Uh, well, I said, sir. Uh, <laughs> lawn, lawn care. I was going well, to say landscaping. I was going to say landscaping. That's not bad. Yeah. Not on there. But not bad. I think landscaping is kind of high to fate. Really? Well, because I think that's a regular income. You're very okay. seasonal, You're right? right? You're okay. It's hard to live that way. I'm going to tell you guys. Okay. Mm. <laughs> because Please you guys need help. It's a little hard. But that's okay. Uh, number one on the list. If you're interested in Let's start with number a, six. Can we start at the All right. Bottom? Start yeah. at the bottom. <laughs> this isn't going to make a lot of sense. As far as <laughs> this list. money, it's just you strictly least likely to fail. Is this so gonna, not like lucrative. Not lucrative. Not like, like you vending, can make like a vending machine. Like business. a vending machine. Okay, like, because six will make a lot more money than some of the other like, ones on this list. Ah, let's go. Printing doors. Senior flyers. care st- centers. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's number six. Yeah. Yeah. That's better than a than a convenient than a gas station. Least likely to fail because for whatever reason, I don't know. Seems like a lot of investment. Anyway, number five, we know it. Vending machine businesses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I guess that one. Okay. You didn't say it out loud, but I was thinking it. You know, if somebody could go back and check the record, the the list that I've provided you guys guessing hasn't gone well. No. Wait, like, what about we the, go back and didn't check we have like a movie one? That one Matt, 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 Matt. That was your list? That one, yeah. That was a good I did one. That was a good list. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number four, this one requires additional description, so I'll add it. Transportation businesses. Which to me seemed totally crazy. Like shuttle services? Well, this guy specifically said last mile delivery. Mm. Last mile delivery is this. It's uh, you, most large cities have distribution centers. The contract? No, it's like one of those, like and within the city. So what'll happen is traditionally on the outskirts of the city, there's large warehouses mm-hmm. that, you know, lar- that trucking companies will deliver interstate too, right? Mm-hmm. So city to city. And then from that warehouse to your house, it's really expensive, but that's Amazon oftentimes. And they'll take it from the warehouse. They'll take it to the Amazon delivery warehouse, and then they'll deliver it to your house. That's last mile delivery. That's the most expensive. Yeah. But you have one thing to one spot, very a bunch of, instead right. of like a bunch of 26 stuff. pallets yeah. to one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing. Um, but they also included like Uber and they included some other stuff and you know, like trucking, excuse me, trucking is like one of the most volatile businesses yeah. you could start. So yeah, take it for what it's worth. Okay. Number three, self storage facilities. I can see that. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's one that I would love to have. I think about that too. Cause it's like one of those ones. They're low building one in Eagle right now. Yeah. They right. They're building tons right there in the corner. Yeah. And the thing about storage now is that more and more you you're consuming is only going up. And it's outpacing the square footage of a home. It kind of grosses me out a little bit. Is it like, I, I understand the business, but it's like, ah, oh, this is like junk. Because we have so much everywhere. Junk. Everyone's just like, I got too much stuff. I got to put it in my, my garage is too small. That's the problem with this house. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> it's, like, it's well, not plus, my stuff. It's not all my stuff. <laughs> it's yeah. the garage. And the, is the cost of living, cost per square foot of living goes up. The demand for cheaper square footage to store stuff will go up. Yeah. Right. Because you're going to buy a smaller, you can't afford a bigger house or a small. And yeah. well, is that the problem? Again, the problem is that we're buying a lot of crap. We're not using. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it's a problem or the symptom or whatever, but anyway, self storage. Yep. Number two, rental property business. Okay. So just like renting a home kind of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then number one, 
the biggest, baddest of them all. Drinking fountain. Laundry mats. Laundry mats. That's like, which seem crazy to me. Well, that you depends say on where it, you are. But I hear it on like, Reddit. Like entrepreneur people talk about those kinds. Of, oh, I own some laundry mats. Like these are people. It's really easy to get into. Maintenance is not hard. You don't have to people barely working there. Low skill. Seems like, like you have to there be you in a city, though. Yeah, have to be like you have city. to be in right. a city. I wonder Which, how much revenue they make here. It just seems like you, they exist. They you exist see them around. There, yeah. yeah. On Eagle, probably. You have to be like in the city. So there you go. If you're looking for ideas on which businesses to start. Vending machine. Vending machine business. So of those care. six, what would you pick? Now, you, Brandon and I, I, I think I already chose mine. What would you yeah. pick? Uh, I would do self-storage. The initial investment would be pretty big. Yeah, this is like uh, a group thing, I think. You'd yeah. want to have a group, a partnership that would invest in. That one, I think, seems the yeah. most appealing. Mm-hmm. I would do commercial rental. I would love that. Commercial real estate, I, I would love, 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 love to be a part of. More than residential? Yeah. Just because you feel like you'd be more. Now, I've com- done residential right. renting. I hated it. I know, but you did it. It was like your one. I wonder the difference between having one and having like 10. Yeah. Because at and some I, point you diffuse it a little bit between the, it's not as big of a deal if you don't have a, then you don't, not, you know, we're not dealing with that one. And I lived in the one I rented out. Right. So it was more personal. Right. Exactly. But commercial, the thing, whenever I think about commercial rental, I think about Garden City, Shinden and Glenwood and that place right there on the corner on the, let's see the, Oh, the, like the Northwest grocery, corner. It used to be the grocery store. I think it was, it was like, that big was like Max. It was like, yeah, you know, it's an event yeah. center. Oh, I thought it was yeah. a climbing gym now. I think oh, it's a, that's climb, what it is. It's a yeah. climbing gym it now. It was an event But that place center. has been, it was empty. I yeah. remember for like 10 years. Yeah. I just think about, that's so much money just all it the time. It used to be a grocery store and I remember going down there. Yeah. Well, big, big places like that, that would be hard. No. Office no. rentals are probably maybe a little better, oh, you're yeah. saying. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Flex, office, warehouse right now is super bit, super in demand, yeah. which is hard to build, but yeah, that's what I would do. Mm. Anyway, interesting. Uh, that's not the topic of discussion for today though we're just getting warmed up we're just getting warmed up this is just a warm-up did a lap did two laps okay you gotta do your thing uh i'm gonna lead a question for jordan in 1950 how much did it cost to buy a snickers candy bar seven your guess seven cents pretty close ten cents five Five cents cents? okay and in fact it didn't change from 1930 1950 really yeah five cents there are a lot more than that now. Do you want, so guess what they are now, on average I, this now. This is king size. I know there's no king size. No regular right. size. So what are we talking about? This size? Yeah, just the regular Snickers bar that you can get, and they they vary widely, wildly, right? Yeah. You can buy in bulk. You can buy single. I see them at the convenience store. At a convenience store. What's they're the like average? Cost? They're like a buck fifty. No buck 50. way. No for a they're small. For a normal yeah. size. For a normal size. size. They're 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 over yeah. a dollar. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Well, Maybe if, welcome to 2003. Yeah, where are you buying them? I don't go. I don't buy them. I've got a yeah. yeah I don't buy them either, but I see them. Yeah, I'm like Maybe that is you, so expensive. If you buy them at Costco, maybe they're less than a dollar. Maybe, but and you're buying them in bulk. Yeah, and you had a problem, dude. I do. I do. I just pulled on you guys though. I have a problem. <laughs> it's called, I have a problem. <laughs> it's called the bro move when you guys say, "Hey, guess how much something costs," or like, "Guess how much he this guy did." I guess guess how much money this guy made, and you're like, 10 million. And he's like, "Well, that's only seven million. You know, that makes the guy feel lame. So what you do is you go undershoot him a lot and then you feel really excited. Uh, so I say, hey, 80 cents. You're like, no, it's a dollar yeah, fifty. That's a good bro move. It's a bro move. Oh, you help. did that for us. Well, it was an honest answer, but I noticed that, you know, 
Oh. I, I try to pay attention like Kirsten's like, you know how much this guy spent on this? You don't ever, you, you try know, to, you want to go under. under. You don't want to make him feel under. stupid well, for whatever. sharing their cool Exactly, facts. right. If you say like. Yeah, but if you go too low, then they're like, no, right, you're right, an right. idiot. You have to get the right nah, medium. That's but a you, tough one. Definitely, it's a, it's well, an art. You want to undershoot. <laughs> Dude, you want to definitely want to undershoot on the side rather than. Like, so you, that's a good point. I don't know. I'm probably more on the side of like this overestimate. <laughs> <laughs> overestimate stupid <laughs> or like try and get the right answer and be like of course i'm right duh right. Oh. The, i mean there's you can take two paths right you can be the bro yeah or you can yours be like, is smarter yeah much smarter how about from five cents to a dollar fifty yeah that's crazy twenty nine hundred percent increase two thousand nine hundred percent increase over how many years well 1950 to 70 three years let me give you some other stats. Yeah. I have some other stats. Are you ready? I want homes too. Yeah. I have home cost and I have wage yes, stats from 1950. Um, we'll start with homes. Average home in 1950 cost 11,900. Now average. How big? Uh, yeah. Again, I wonder square footage. I'm sure homes are know. bigger now. Yeah, You're right. Bigger now. Homes are bigger now. And I didn't do price per square foot. Okay. Well, so anyway, but that's what I have. So average. So it goes up like this. You know, uh, 11,000, basically 12,000 to, I just did decades, 50, 60, 70, 80, all that. Mm -hmm. Um, 12,000, 17,000, 50,000 from 60 to seventies. Really? Yeah. So something happened in the seventies there. And then we doubled again, 96,000. So it was like 17,000, 50,000, 96,000. So that was a big increase That's from 80, 70 to 80, 70 to eighties. Yeah. And then 122. And then in the 2000s, 272. Wait, wasn't that what inflation, wasn't inflation big? I mean, when was the interest rate? Uh, like I thought 18, it was 20%. I thought it was in the 80s. I wonder if they did that to slow that down. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just guess. Anyway. And then, you know, it just keeps progressively getting worse, right? Like 122 in the 90s, 272, 313 in the 2010s. And then it was like 370 in 2019. Yeah. I think it's gone up since then. Well, it may have even crossed. Also, you also got to think regionally too, right? Yeah. If you're thinking, oh, you know, here in this area, obviously, but COVID pushed house prices up yes, nationwide. So maybe over four hundred thousand. You think that's just because of the dump of money on COVID? I think that obviously contributes. People had more cash, but the moving shouldn't shouldn't the moving not? I mean, people moved a lot during COVID. Yes, because they mm -hmm. could Absolutely. displace. You know, remote workers happened. Well, and and interest rates were super super low. So yeah, the, so true. the monthly mortgage the government was really, was really low. hesitant to raise interest rates because they're trying to make sure everyone. So the increase in home pricing from 1950 to the 2010s, 2,537 percent percent, yeah, or 25 fold. So less than a Snickers. Beating candy bar, though. Less right. than a Snickers. Yeah, yeah consumer. Yeah. Wait, well, I don't know if that you count that as consumer goods. What do you call that Snicker? It's, it's a, food, I guess. It's, it's consumer index. Consumer. Yeah. Consumer goods. Yeah. And the homing or housing went up less than the consumer. Correct. Wage, wages, wages a range. It's not going to be as Can impressive. We have one employee, like one, like one position. One occupation. One occupation. Well, it just gives wage data. Yeah. Uh, not good. Yeah, because that's going to be hard depending on what your right those jobs industries change. What's a what's a position that stayed around since the fifties? Oh, doctor. <laughs> yeah, lawyer, teacher. Yeah, all teacher, those. Yeah, teacher is a good one. But. Yeah. but you could still do average wage, average income. I mean that. 
It's yeah. constant. Everybody has well, except an income. Uh, industries change a lot, but I would say I agree. Those professions you named, they, they're state static, but I, I think this is the wage is a tough one to gauge because it's so There's much a lot less of variables. There's so yeah. many variables right. in education, geography, all yeah, that stuff, technology, technology. So, but anyway, let's start uh, 1950s, 5,000. Uh, 60, 7,000. I'm just going to give the higher range, higher end of the way of the range. Uh, seventies, 12,000, eighties, 20,000. Annual salary. Yeah. Nineties, 30,000, 2000, 40, and then 50,000 salary in yeah. the 2010s. So if you're interested in knowing the wage increase, from 1950 to the 2010s, that's 1,566%. Isn't that some of the argument with this inflation though? Yes. Is that they say wage outpaced. Has not, yeah. yeah. Housing, consumer goods, um, the percentages are not close. Yeah. And if you do health, you're even higher. Yeah. So anyway, that's some of the information. So the the discuss the topic of discussion was inflation. Right. And I wanted to specifically talk about how it affects your business and what business decisions you guys are making. But before even that, we're talking about how wages and salaries are not comparable to housing. So in theory, we should all be less, we should be less affluent. We should have less money. But when I was a kid or in high school, I didn't know that many people that went to Hawaii. <laughs> right. It felt that way. Yeah. Um, and in high school? In, in high school? school, young, whatever. Maybe more in high school, but. Have you guys been to Hawaii? Yeah. Yes. Do you, how many people do you feel like you know that have been to Hawaii? A lot. A lot. Everyone, right? And I wonder, I, I know this is weird because our area, I feel like the affluence has increased in the area and that could be influencing it. But I just mm -hmm. think it seems like people going on, uh, you say extravagant trips, whatever. Maybe it's normal. Is that the rise of the internet? It, it certainly could be. Maybe it's less expensive. I have to show you things. that I'm going on a. No, the, it's easier to find something versus right. a travel agent. Right, man. Okay. Back then, it would have been really hard. It may be more expensive. You got to like um, call the airport or call the travel agent. Right, or it, that, that has added costs, so it should be less expensive for those kinds of things. You can find Airbnbs. I, that's what I hope it is, right? That's what we hope is that technology is making things more accessible to people, um, and not just pure money. So, what point are you making that? My disposable point is, income is it, has gone up. It seems like, yeah, I see this difference, but I, it, to me, I don't feel like people are much poorer. And again, this could be our area, but I don't, it just seems like everyone is richer. Yes. Or do they well, have more debt? Could be right. They're spending both. more, right? That's probably both. Yeah. It's a good point. They're spending more. Uh, not that they're cause debt's probably more accessible as well with credit cards, I guess. Yeah. Does inflation affect your business, Jordan? Yeah. Certainly it does. Oh. No, I think being a software company, we're more elastic. It doesn't. Um, and the fact that I'm a business to business, that makes it a lot easier. I think selling to businesses also protects you from some of that inflation. But the fact is, is with inflation, people should have less money to spend. And that should just, your dollar doesn't go as far. Dollar doesn't go as, as far. Right. So they're going to be more hesitant, more careful <coughs> with where they're spending. Cause they don't have as much disposable income. Right. So I think a lot, and it does affect me. I just think about, I, I really got to pay my, you know, employee, Jacob, he's got to be paid more probably because his expenses are more, my expenses are more. Um, and so I probably should be increasing my price as well. Does inflation affect Matt? Yeah, for sure it does. Um, it's interesting though. I was thinking about this in preparation for the podcast and it's like, we, you know, we sell, a lot of different items on our website and you sell commodity goods. Yeah. 
And, and Which so, is a big designation. Yeah. So really prices have gone up in the industry. Like your, your, your costs, right? Your costs. Yeah. Gone our, our costs. They, your, your vendors I'm sure have increased their prices. Yes, the cost of, I mean, just with the supply chain issues and things like that have increased uh, costs. And so we, since we are a distributor, I mean, we've just kept our margins the same. So you increase your costs as well is what happens, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We just, but look at, but I mean, when you, that. when you have something that costs like a cap costs cents mm-hmm. and then a tariff is added on to China. So you have to buy it from American manufacturers and American manufacturers wages have gone up because inflation has gone up. So they charge more mm-hmm. and everything's just passed to the customer. I mean, that's the basis of where inflation starts yeah. <laughs> on the yeah. commodity side. I mean, but how do you not really? know? So what that means is, um, does it affect your business? Certainly. Um, but you're saying that our mar- it doesn't really hurt our margins. Yeah. I mean, we're not raising our, we're raising our, our prices because our costs have gone up. Right. And I guess that's probably what everybody else is doing. If you look at the food mm-hmm. industry and things like that, it just, it, it's not like, Hey, we're raising prices just cause everybody else is, and we're trying to make extra money. Mm-hmm. It's, Hey, our cost has gone up. So, and, and we see that too with competitors. It's just costs across the board have gone up. Yeah. Now, Mo Betas. You guys like Mo Betas? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they've opened up one in on Linder and Shenden. Yeah. It's yummy. I like Mo Betas a lot. Their prices have gone up. Yeah. Well, so a family of five is what we have. And when we go there, I get, we get like the mini plate for my kids. Um, guess That's how much it was? Still a good amount of meat. It was it $8. Dollars. It was great. And, and now so it's 10 Five of us. Guess how much it was. Oh, hold on. Uh, Everybody's getting a mini or are you getting no, a regular? Two kids. So drinks. the younger kids are getting minis. Tucker is getting bigger. So he gets a regular, regular, regular right? drinks, no drinks. Just honestly, a regular is too much for me anymore. Too much food. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's I double get the mini. I get, it's leftovers, right? But whatever. Uh, I mean, you're in the nah, 80 bucks. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Gotta go low. Oh, you had yeah, your yeah. chance here. Come on. It's See? 60, 65. Flaw. Yeah, it was 72. Oh, I was, dude. I was over. <laughs> You're way over. You should have said 50. I would have felt like I mean, 72. Is that, can you no, that a lot? Is that, that's I not even that make, much. Hey, it, I want to make you feel like you didn't spend as much and you felt better. You're like, oh, I didn't get. Oh, a few. I didn't spend I say, yeah. That's okay. not too bad. Know. That's a good. No, you, that's, the fact that you say that's not too bad. It grosses no. me out. I think a meal that I take home for five, for my family, if I had to buy a meal for my family, it's $72. Mm, yeah. I mean. I'm, I'm, my thing is lunch costs $20 now. Yeah. Almost if you go by yourself, a lot of places. Even table, table service, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. There's no doubt you're going to be spending $20 with tip. Probably That's not. why for, so one thing you mentioned is people have to start making choice. So I'm bringing my lunch to work so much more. Do you have like a brown bag? You're like, no, I bring in brown paper like, bag. Cause chicken and rice is mo betas. It's easy to make it yeah. home and you yeah. can make five days worth right. in one day and you can probably make it for three or four bucks. Right. Yeah. I've started doing like a, Walmart delivery to the office, Ooh, like groceries. Oh, so I yeah. can make my own food and do that really? kind of thing. And yeah. So rather than look at this, how this out, affects look at you guys. I wonder how, I wonder what the cost of a sandwich is with Walmart delivery. You take the loaf. Oh, you're saying the just butter the- jelly. Yeah. The thing you have to worry about with that is I'm only one person. So can I eat it before it spoils and right. all that stuff? Assuming how many sandwiches you can make of a loaf of bread divided by the cost of whatever that what was. That? I'd be curious what that is. Go to get down to the numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you were to go and buy a sandwich from Jimmy John's, oh, I wonder what the cost is. Anyway, curious yeah, what, about 12, that. At least twelve to fifteen dollars per yeah, sandwich. Like, yeah. At any fast food place, you're really not getting out of there for less than ten bucks. No. In and out. We went to In and Out in Oregon. How does how do how do prices come down? 
They'll they'll never come down, this right? Is the they'll thing. never. I don't think they will come under. down. I don't think they do. You can't come down. Inflation. In fact, most of the economics models they have you build in two to three percent inflation. Because yeah. because once wages change, like once you start paying your employee more, you, like, hey. you never go <laughs> back. Inflation went down. Yeah, hey guys, guess go what? Going down. That's why honestly, bonuses are so much better, right? Because yeah, it only works that. one yeah. way. They're like, give me more because of inflation but you can't take it back when inflation goes down. That's right. No, which, yeah, I mean, it's only gone down a couple times. I think yeah, 2009 not going down. Yeah. It could <laughs> slow down. Right. It, it, right. Two, 2009, it was negative. Really? 2009. Really? Yeah. Cause the cost dropped so significantly yeah. from the prior years. Huh. Wow. But I mean, not, not common right. and certainly don't want that. No, that sucked. That was a 2009. It was not, I mean, we'd prefer, I think what's happening now. A slowing. Well, I mean, soft landing. I'm just saying they call it. it's all scary inflation. <laughs> soft landing. That's what they call it. Yeah, at the Fed. We're yeah. trying to get a soft landing here. But the fact is, I don't feel like I felt like things were a lot more dire in 2009 than I do now. Like, I'm not overly worried about it. Doesn't, I don't know anyone that's really. My biggest worry is the value of the dollar. And this may be a different subject. And you're saying almost conspiracy theory as in United, not conspiracy, but greater concern about ongoing. Exterior threat. Will U.S. be able to maintain? Yeah, the value of the dollar will, because it's so, I mean, the the fiscal policy that America runs is so wild and out of control. IMO. Yeah. IMO. IMHO. IMHO. Because, I-M-H-O. Yeah, because <laughs> I just think it's so crazy. The amount of money they print and the amount of money that's been printed in the last five or six years is extraordinary that yeah. if, if we ever, if that ever gets changed and all of a sudden the exchange rate between, you know, or, or the value drops significantly, then my retirement's in a really tough spot. Yeah. And you're gonna have to start getting into hard assets like real estate really quick. Bitcoin, man. You go Bitcoin. That's an yeah, inflation, that's inflation proof. So I used to think that, yeah, I used to think that, but it, the idea, right? it drops so yeah. substantially. I'm like, it's I rather would have done. <laughs> it's more volatile, but, but an outside currency, a decentralized currency would be. The theory is certainly yeah, good. I absolutely. don't know. The, the problem is, is that people don't trust it. They're not going to trust it. I don't know when they start trusting it, but until they do, it's going to be volatile. And I listened to a podcast with Jack Dorsey and that's what he's dedicating his life to. Right. He left Twitter, right? And he's now yeah. he's like, okay, I'm just going hardcore into that's the Twitter decentralized, yeah. decentralized it, Bitcoin's a big part of it, but decentralized systems. Yeah. I, I think that would be a looking back at, um, crypto and NFT, like during COVID those things were going crazy. And I think that could be a sign of like, Hey, this is what's to come because right now no one is really, I mean, like, like, as in it's, we're going to be, I mean, financially, that? like as a country, like everyone just had so much extra money, right. During mm-hmm. COVID and they were spending crazy amounts on NFTs and crypto. And I know that stuff is still going on, but the value of those has dropped significantly. And at least I don't hear that much about them or I'm not that interested in them anymore. And it just seems like if you were to see that again, you'd be like, something's coming. Something's up ahead. Yeah. Mm, yeah okay. You, you so, lost some. Well, you lost some confidence. Right there. That's right. That's evidence that you lost confidence in it. That. Yeah. Yeah. You just got to think if if the dollar isn't holding for these big corporations like Apple or Toyota, and they start accepting another currency, then it's like that that acceleration to a decentralized currency would just take off. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Because if a, if a corporation starts ex- keeps accepting dollars and says, "Wow, these aren't holding up in value. We can't when we accept a dollar, we can't." doesn't go as far on the other side. Yeah. Wages or purchasing. And they start saying, Ooh, you know, this crypto does, it's a lot more stable. Yeah. 
and we'd like, we'd rather keep that then man, everybody's going to jump ship. Yeah. Right. Ugh. That's but, what scares yeah. me. That yeah. really is what scares and, and me. And Tesla did it for a little bit, right? They but, did. And then Elon Musk came out and I'm not sure. And, and he doesn't really mince words that much or have hide his meetings, but he said until they can find a better way to mine it, that's eco-friendly. We're not going to do it. Yeah. Yeah, it's scary, but I and I think about what you're saying, and I, but at the same time, I think I can't do anything about it. Well, you you can prepare for it. Well, how would you? How do you prepare? Assets. You're saying the gold? No, like a, a home, right? Let's say a home costs a hundred thousand, mm-hmm. and the value of the dollar just starts plummeting, and the cost to buy the home is like well now two thousand or two hundred thousand or three hundred, and it just keeps going up. Well, you don't have if you own that home. You don't have to put money in to receive that. It's just, yeah. you're going to receive the money when you sell it of the increased value. Right. So that hard asset. So is much better than like cash buying commercial real estate or whatever. Real right? estate is certainly self-storage. Yeah. Certainly assets cash is the bad thing. Cash. Right? Yeah. Cash. That's yeah. where it's a problem. Are you doing that? Are you, are you reducing cash reserves? Uh, I, I wish I had the cash reserves to, re- <laughs> <laughs> to reduce the, I mean, my wife does a good job of reducing her yeah. cash. She, she's Someone very worried to. about it. Yeah. She's like, I'm just thinking, I'm looking and up for you. Am- yeah. Amazon is willing to help you. With Amazon <laughs> has, has, has programs yeah. to help you reduce your cash reserves. We'll so that give you, you can, this, you reduce your gosh, cash Gosh, lucky I, I reserve my, I reduce my cash <laughs> flow. I've been really busy reducing my cash reserves. <laughs> yeah. That, that is something that I'm actually legitimate. Like if I look for, if I look forward 20 or 30 or however many years to my retirement, that is an external threat that could really hurt me. Yeah. Does it keep you up at night? Uh, I, other, my body keeps me up at night. Like <laughs> I don't need anything like that. I just worry. One thing that gives me hope. You ready? Yeah. You're waiting. Um, <laughs> quantum computing. Uh, dude, that, it's funny that, that the work of fiction, dude, that's been did it for you. Thunderhead. Okay. That's true. But, but I've listened to a, I listened to a, I guess there's a Joe Rogan podcast is that Michio guy and he's a theoretical physicist or something. Anyway, he's like quantum computing or computing on an atom scale. You can, once you achieve that, and he's like, we may be 10 years away from that. You can solve basically any problem. So fiscal appropriations you could, cause you're going to have AI do it though, right? AI exactly. Gonna, yeah, they could yeah. say this, is how much money you should spend to, to normalize your mm-hmm. currency. Yeah. Will people do that? You think? I don't know. I doubt it. The politicians potentially though. I agree on it. Yeah. Potentially if they say, look, this is the model you should be following. And like, this is a clear answer that would, you know, stabilize your currency or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Having it all spelled out, like knowing, Hey, this is the right path. This is how much you need to spend in every category. We're not going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, and they're like, no computer should tell me what to do. And we're like, well, come on, please don't run this into the ground. (laughs) Please, please don't do that. Anyway, I think, I think quantum computing could solve a bunch of problems. Do you guys find yourself more in the doomsday category and more in the, cause some people you talk to, they're like, okay, it's over. I have, you know, I have relatives, whatever people that are like, I think everything's going down soon. I'm always more on the optimistic side and the abundance of opportunities and, I just think you look at 2008 and what happened then everybody was like, this guy is falling. It's like yeah. over. And it sucked. It, it, no, it a was lot of really, people, right. really bad. It didn't suck for us as much though. We just no, we we didn't have lucky. anything to lose. Right. Yeah. I think we were lucky, but it was really bad. 
And then you go look at some of those people that I knew that lost a bunch. They're doing fine. Right. You know, yeah, they had the, their scars to show for it mm -hmm. and they wouldn't want to go through it again. You got to hang around long enough. But to, they're not living yeah. under a bridge somewhere. Right. And they're, some of them are, you know, doing quite a bit better than they were before. Yeah. So. Yeah. I have a few examples I can think of that are not. I'm, hmm. but I would agree. I just think I thought about them right now that, and we, but I, I think about, it was certainly worse than now. Like you th I yeah. knew of many people that were like out of work. Yeah. Like now it's like, you knew them like, and it wasn't like my age. It was like adults. <laughs> Cause we were like 23, 24 when it happened in college in, in college, right? I just graduated. And, but I knew people 45, 50, you know, people that and they were out of work then, but now I don't know, really know anybody out of work. Yeah. I am optimistic on a lot of things, but there are some problems I'm doomsday on that. I feel like, I feel like our like near term, you're more optimistic, longer term. You're kind of more doomsday. I, I feel like there's problems that I are just careening out of control that I'm doomsday on as I know the U S fiscal policy, for example. Yeah. yeah. Like Which in, is ridiculous. And specifically regarding some of the larger pro problems that face our country. Healthcare. Also ridiculous. Yeah. Ta tax law. Tax law is silly. So I feel like those things are going to be tough to fix. And I know this sounds dumb. Um, quantum computing is like my lone shining. I right. think so. Oh. Oh. I think so. Because we can't fix it on our own right now. Like there's nobody that can fix it. It's too big. And you're saying just the difficulty of thinking through the, all the, all the scenarios. No, I, think variables there's, is I think there's, yes, I agree with that. But I think there's no one person that can, that can make a change big enough to, to correct it. And that's just because no one will believe them or because they don't have the right it's solution. too difficult. Okay. So you're saying yeah. that the, 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 we don't have the intelligence. Take, take healthcare. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's way too many stakeholders to change unless it collapses. Yeah. Unless there's a, just another collapse, which would be almost too devastating. Yeah. That's the question. Right? It, it, it almost like tax law. Healthcare, these things have to almost have full resets. But if that happens, then the U.S. is probably gone as we know. But tough. Right? It would be it would be difficult to see how that would play out. Right. You know. If, yeah. Where we default, or where mm -hmm. you know our government shuts down for a certain amount of time. I mean, our government's be so big in the long term, right? But Absolutely. How yeah. bad were, are we going to be affected in the meantime? Yeah. Yeah. You'd want a soft landing there. <laughs> that may be a hard landing. <laughs> That's right. That's a hard landing. Mm. I don't know. Don't be depressed. Uh, and insurance. Yeah. So there's, there's one thing in insurance that does inflation is that you can add policies to like your personal lines that, because sometimes inflation can outpace your coverage. Certainly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, inflation of your home yeah. it was a huge problem for some people that submitted a claim. They would get an, an amount of money, but they couldn't replace, you know, their yeah, car the cost or their home. Of the, yeah, exactly. And so you, you may want to look into your home policy or your car policy to say, um, because for a while equipment was appreciating, mm -hmm. which, which never is, happened. is like yeah. maybe once ever that ever happened, mm -hmm. but homes, especially they, they outpaced coverages by tons and tons. And so there's inflation coverage coverages that you can say, if your home burns down, you have double the amount of the value at the time you buy it or whatever that amount is. So you should check into that. Did it. I updated my policy. Did you? Yeah. Like nice. last year, yeah. year and a half ago. Smart to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but inflation, that's how it, insurance is pretty much almost inflation proof just because it's like, you have to have we're going to charge the premium to cover right. this house and now it'll premiums might go up. Premiums will go up. Always will go up. Now what could happen though, is people, less people are buying, right? If inflation is poor enough, then they're not 
buying as many homes or the size of the homes are going smaller. And so possibly right? sure. that would be the only, I think a market correction in housing could be that, Hey, we're going to build a lot smaller homes. Yeah. Do you think that'll happen though? It seems like, I think some, some, some of it is happening. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It feels like, was this a depressing topic? <laughs> <laughs> it's I'm not hard. depressed. And we're talking uh, about candy bars. Dude. $1.50. Oh yeah, the price. Uh, how much how much are my kids gonna spend for sneakers? I buy a decent amount of sneakers per year. Yeah. Sneakers. sneakers when good. you come over to my house, or I think maybe your house even, Snickers and Gatorade was your go to, Brandon. At your house? Or maybe it house? wasn't my house. Maybe it's just anywhere. In high school? If I could pick two things that you would eat, Snickers, Gatorade. Oh, oh. maybe it was on the golf course. Maybe the that's golf course. Gatorade's Dude. still up there for you. You still love Gatorade. I don't drink Gatorade at all. Not even Gatorade Zero, like rough on your teeth. None of it. Yeah, I don't sugar. drink Gatorade. What are you doing for what for like rehydration? <laughs> like electrolytes? <laughs> that has electrolytes? This no. So it's sponsored by <laughs> Uptime. Up <laughs> uh, what do I drink for hydration? It's typically water. Sometimes I'll do like um, Propel. No, oh, you like that? Propel. Why not? Like what do you no. Propel? What do you drink after uh, workout? Gatorade? Just after water. workout, it's like Becca's. It's like a it's like a exercise drink okay. or like a pre workout or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or What's you can do a liquid. You know, you're like a I don't. I'm not a. I'm not a Gatorade person anymore. There's like a, a high amount of calories or carbohydrates in those drinks that make no sense for me to drink after or during a workout. But Propel is like four. Okay, I just don't see the value in it. I could get like Liquid IV has been pretty good. There's a bunch of like. There's a bunch of rehydration powders that there that are sold that are taste is just as good, mm -hmm. and you can get them concentrated. And so. There's so many options for beverages now. Yeah. And before it was like Powerade and Gatorade. Right. <laughs> what do you so, drink after a workout? Water. Water. Um, Not really drinking. You, I mean, Gatorade, I always remember Brandon Breen, like always hardcore into Gatorade or whatever. Well, Gatorade was all sports back in, like everywhere you went, yeah. they were giving out Gatorade. Right. That was just it. And yeah. it tasted good and it was everywhere. Yeah. So. Yeah. Usually just, just water. Water. Yeah. Maybe Gatorade every once in a while, but not a lot. Um, I was thinking like inflation and you know, when you go to these stores and you spend a dollar 50 on a candy bar or whatever, whatever it is, is it just up to us to come around to the, to the times and, you know, cause like, as like, you get older, it. you're like, ah, oh, this, yeah, I just accept it. No, I guess I, you have to, I want to grumble. I know <laughs> grumbling. It just feels like you're going to grumble. No, yeah. but there's a, there's a difference, right? Cause if you buy a Snickers at a movie store or at a, at a movie theater, you're yeah, it's like yeah. five bucks. Right. And so there's, there's places of refuge, like a convenience store or a Costco that I'm actually happy. <laughs> But you know, I'm buying Look them on the, the golf store. 80 cents, honey. Yeah. <laughs> Check that out. Five bucks. Yeah. yeah. Dude, but there's, there's almost nowhere on earth. The Snickers tastes better than on a golf course. Like it just tastes different. It just hits different. Mm -hmm. But I will not buy them even though, you know, relatively, you know, factoring for inflation, it's whatever. I'll not buy it just because it's a buck 50. You like, won't? That, that's just too, no, I don't oh. buy, I'll buy other things that probably I shouldn't buy. But that's economics. And that's, that's supply. I mean, that yeah, really is. That's supply and demand. I'm not going like, to spend a buck 50 on a camera. Yeah, the higher the I'm price. Not well, I don't either. What does that mean? I'm just. Or are you going to be like, go up to him and be like, this is worth 50 cents. No, I just no, don't buy take this. He's, he's just, voting with his dollar. I, with I totally agree so, with that. As prices go up, people are going to spend less. And then that price starts to level out or go down. I know. I just, I don't know. Mm. I don't stop by the candy aisle very often. Because it's Where? just like. In like the at a convenience store. Okay, I do. Anywhere, really. I don't. We'll go on road trips and get some stuff. You. You like, you, you don't like, you eat candy. You like candy. Cause uh, you're like a I picky about, candy. I thought you like cookies. I knew, but I didn't know like 
Uh, chocolate. Like, like Snickers stuff. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Chocolate candy. If it's like Starburst, nah. Yeah. No. Yeah. But that's funny that you're like a dollar fifty. To me, that's I'll do that all day. It's at a movie theater. I'm like, you are robbing me, sir. Well, Take my I mean, card. Like well, you're just like ten bucks for popcorn. No way. You're like, oh, that's good. I have this. Oh, whoops. I had this in my pocket. I yeah. just forgot about. That's all. That's what I do every time now. Yeah. Sorry, movie theaters. I don't know if that's against the law. Yeah. So, well, uh, this may be a topic for another day. You go to like the Lux Real Theater in Eagle. Mm-hmm. They don't even have anybody taking tickets. Right. You just walk in. You just walk in, and you're supposed to go like to the counter where they sell the food right. to buy your tickets. If you buy it, I online. don't see anybody stopping. Like, if you just walk straight past that, yeah, there's a lot of things. I'm not you advocating just, for you this. You could just take though. If you just walk through the confidence walk, right? Like, no, yeah. no. Hold on, we have to tell a story about that. Oh boy! And because Matt, Matt's oh probably boy. the worst person in the world with the confidence walk. Confidence Matt walk. knows he's gonna get caught. He's like before this? he even starts sneaking the candy bar. <laughs> it's like, I don't know why sense. Matt. Like whenever we were in high school, we were always like, yeah. just act normal. Matt's like, okay. And he's like, don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. He's a vision. The vision. Don't be. <laughs> We're like, no, act normal. And he's like, I don't, uh, I can't. <laughs> I mean, that's 20 years ago though. I mean, no, that's a ch- it was just the timing of it was not good. I mean, yeah, there were some times when maybe I acted more suspicious, but the time when we were like, Hey, let's sneak into the movie theater, which we did often. Yeah. And I'm like, to okay. protest inflation. That's what we did. Yeah. For your righteous protest. Yeah. <laughs> I walk in side door, open it up. Gentleman starts walking right at us. I'm like, Hey, you need to go around and use the front door. <laughs> he said that yeah. he was nice about it. Wait, uh, was he was stern. It was a customer or is a he worked. It he was, was an like employee manager. Though. Yeah. So yeah. What's it going to do though? I mean, now as you're an adult, you're going to think, what is he going to, is he going to call the cops on us? That's probably not worth his time. He's going to yeah. say, no, homies, come yeah, on. But then you just never wanted to get in trouble. You don't, you, you don't get caught. Yeah. yeah. Inflation. Thanks for listening to the Founders Podcast. Be sure to follow the host on Twitter. Search at Jord B. Hansen and at Brandon Minot to discuss more. Also, be sure to visit thefounderspod.com to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic bonus content.